the Graham and Nathan podcast. FM 104. Yes, what is going on? Good afternoon. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for listening. Graham is currently in Italia at a beautiful wedding. He put up an Instagram story playing the Godfather theme song as he was just out in some gorgeous garden. Now, Neve, yourself, Mm -hmm. myself doing the show together. You were eating jelly a couple of minutes ago. Yeah, strawberry jelly with peaches in it. Delicious. I will say the spoon you used was too big for the jelly. <laughs> it, was, it was. It was all that was left. Like you shoveled it in one go and the <laughs> jelly was gone. But come on, we're going to have a great show. And I'm very excited because in five minutes time, we're going to be chatting to a man called Ricky who might be able to help us in our quest in trying to find a durian fruit, a.k.a. an ass fruit, in South Africa. Right, we got a bit of music on first. It's St. John, Roses, you're listening to Graham and Nathan on FM 104. You're listening to the Graham and Nathan podcast from FM 104. Taylor Swift, Cruel Summer, you're listening to Graham and Nathan on FM 104. Oh, that's a lovely start to the show. I absolutely love that song. Now, if you don't know, we're currently on a mission to try and find a durian fruit in South Africa. Now, we've nicknamed it an ass fruit because Graham once tasted it and he said that it smelt and tasted of ass. So we're in communication with a South African radio station called Glut FM. A show, their drive time show, is presented by Jacques and Nina. And they've set us the challenge. We're having a bit of a dare off around the South Africa Ireland rugby game that if one of our teams loses, the other show has to do their dare. And our dare is for Jacques and Nina to eat a durian fruit. Mm-hmm. We're very excited about this, but we are worried that we're not going to be able to find the fruit. Now, we have had a lot of help, especially from a lady called Nicolene, who's South African, who lives in Ireland. And the station is based in Pretoria. And her children live in Pretoria. And she told us yesterday that they had contacted a fruit and veg shop and they potentially might order in a durian fruit for us. So we're very excited about that. But we currently have Ricky on the show right now. And Ricky, you might know a place that sells this ass fruit. It's a fruit and vegetables shop in the Northcliffe in Johannesburg. It's called Impala, like spelled I-M-P-A-L-A. And they stock quite a bit of like specialized fruits and exotic fruits. I'd say they'd be able to probably get it for you. If not, they might already have it. Jeez, Ricky. Um, I haven't been there for two years, so... <laughs> yeah, are sure. you living in Ireland now, Ricky? I am, yes. Are, you're from South Africa, yes? That's correct, yeah. Where in South Africa are you from? From Johannesburg, so around that area where they are. Oh, brilliant. And have you ever heard of the drive-time radio station Glut FM? So I'd assume that it's pronounced Kruet. Oh, um, it! Write that it? down, Neve. Cruet. Cruet. I've been saying glute for the last Yes, month. yes. Cruet, which means um, big in Afrikaans. Oh, so yeah. Probably be, you know, big FM. Yes. Oh, I like that or name. large FM. I might try and copyright that name. Large FM. <laughs> You've never heard of the station? Of that station, no. I wouldn't have listened to an Afrikaans station, no. Mm, there is a worry that... 
they might not be the real deal and instead yeah. they want to bundle me into the back of the van <laughs> hold me hostage and both Graham and Neve just will leave me to it and won't pay the <laughs> ransom fee well why don't you have a look at getting a hold of um, one of the biggest ones would be 94.7 oh Neve um, write that down what is it 94.7 yeah, nine four seven they call it. Okay. So that's like one of the biggest ones, and you know, when I was living there, I used to listen to them, and they're pretty much like yourselves, and oh. in oh. that sense, and they they would be very interested in these kinds of things. God, I'd could you imagine? Them. What a storyline <laughs> if we tell Jacques and Nina, sorry, we don't want to listen to Big FM. We've moved. We've jumped ship to. We've gone behind your back. Nine four seven. We've become hated figures in Pretoria. <laughs> They're used to disappointment in South Africa. I'd say they wouldn't be. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise them. <laughs> oh, well, Ricky, thank you so much. We have that written down. We learnt a lot. I have been offending many people with my pronunciation of Glut FM. Uh, no, it's now Cruet FM. Uh, there may be a smelly ass fruit in Impala fruit and veg in Johannesburg. Yeah. And we potentially may just jump ship <laughs> and start trying to flirt with another radio station, 947 in Johannesburg. Yeah. Brilliant. Ricky, Thanks, thank you Ricky. so much. Bye. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Oh, such a nice man. And if you're listening and you might be able to help us, we need as many options as we can get. 87 Right, let's get a bit of music. It's Ed Sheeran, Shape of You. You're listening to Graham and Nathan on FM 104. The Graham and Nathan Podcast. FM 104. Ariana Grande. No tears left to cry. You're listening to Graham and Nathan on FM 104. We want no tears here, only tears of happiness because it is time for Graham and Nathan's Half 3 Freebie. We want you to win an incredible prize on the radio today. Tickets to movies at cinemas. Now, we spun a wheel. It landed on the letter G. So if your name begins with the letter G, we might be giving you a call on private number right now. And you have to answer the phone with the phrase that we gave you. Neve. Dylan. Dylan. All right. If your phone starts to ring, it's a private number. It's probably us. Come on. Hi, my name is Gavin, and I just won Graham and Nathan's half three freebie on FM 104. Well done, Gavin. Gavin, are you there? Maybe Gavin has left like a lover in the night. Oh, no. I'm here, I'm here. Oh, you're here. Oh, Gavin, thank God you're back. Tell us, (laughs) where are you taking the call from today? Uh, from Blanchardstown. Lovely. And what are you doing there? Uh, I just got in from work. What do you work as? Uh, an electrician. Brilliant. Brilliant. How long have you been doing that for? Uh, for three years. And are you a popular fellow amongst your peers? Uh, I imagine so. I hope so, yeah. <laughs> no, you're misunderstood. A bit like myself. People That's don't true. really understand us. But do you know what? That's okay. And any wild plans tonight? Uh, no, no wild plans. All right. Gavin, who who will you take the cinema take to the cinema now? Which are uh, definitely the girlfriend. Ah, uh, what's her name? Sophie. Sophie. How long have you been going out with Sophie for? Uh, almost five years. Oh, oh I tell wow. you, where did you meet Sophie? Uh, I used to work with her actually. Oh, it's not so nice. Where did you work? 
uh, in the solicitor's office. And it was yeah. love at first sight. <laughs> it was indeed. <laughs> where did you go on your first date? Um, where did you go? Oh, Jesus. We're putting I don't you on the spot. <laughs> this is like 20 questions. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> I tell you, this stinks of a Netflix film. <laughs> I would watch... <laughs> Gavin's story it sounds amazing Gavin sexy Sophie. solicitor moving on then an electrician who's misunderstood <laughs> yeah I would watch that well Gavin thanks so much for listening to the show you're a great it. man thanks very much oh did we grill Gavin a bit too much yeah, we asked him so many questions I felt very nosy <laughs> sorry about that Gavin we've definitely lost a listener there someone said was Nathan an ex-guard Do you know what I did feel like I was really like a young Inspector Morse <laughs> splash water in Gavin's face you better tell me right here's a bit of Anne-Marie Shania Twain unhealthy on Graham and Nathan on FM 104 with Graham and Nathan right. <laughs> you're listening to the Graham and Nathan podcast from FM 104 Joe Carey, Head and Heart, you're listening to Graham and Nathan on FM 104. It's time for this. I trawled the internet. Sorry, I paused there. You took there. a big pause there. Well, you, I took a deep breath. You scared me. This is a big show and I have a big, juicy news story for you. And it's around this lady. I'm not going to let anyone talk about me like I'm a piece of garbage. He's trying to be a lad out there in front of all the boys. I don't want a lad. I want a gentleman. Yes. Someone that's going to talk about me with a bit of respect. Fair play yes, to Maura Higgins. It's safe to say best ever Love Island contestant. Oh, my favourite hands down, yeah. 2019, she appeared on our screens. The fifth season of Love Island. And she was just amazing. Such big personality. Breath of fresh air. Oh, I absolutely loved her. And I didn't realise that she was working on the American Love Island this year. Recently, I actually only tuned in one day and she was on as a kind of like a guest host, I think. Oh, okay. Not like a co-host for every episode. No, I think it was just a little appearance. Well, I can tell you she's making a little appearance in a brand new film. Oh, Yeah, do you want to hear about it? I do. Now, I don't really have the name of the film. I think it potentially could be called The Spin. Okay. But don't quote me on that. It's a British film. And let me tell you, my sources are telling me that her character is called Rose. And it follows two friends traveling through Ireland looking for old music records. Uh, She started work on The Spin, okay, over the weekend in Belfast, and really impressed the producers. The film could open a lot of new doors for Maura, and it's a very exciting time. I think Maura Higgins would be amazing. So it's like a drama. Yeah, a drama. They're calling it a Brit flick, but it's shot in Ireland, so it's all a bit controversial there. Uh, But I think it's safe to say Maura, haven't seen the film, but she will hands down be a better actor than Curtis. Oh, I would probably agree. Do with you there. remember when Curtis was on Hollyoaks <laughs> with his brother AJ? Oh my God! If you've never seen it, I'm going to play you out a yes. scene right now. Have a listen to these so-called actors. I'm personally a fan of it, but here's Curtis. Finally, I'm getting something you forgot about. What did Mum say? Probably stop whinging. <laughs> True. How's Trish? Heartbroken. She thought she was about to get engaged. Couldn't have been further from the truth. Well, that's made my day, that. There'll be nothing compared to what we've got planned for her. Oh! How, how's Trish? Finally. Thought you had taken all day. Oh, let's have a listen one more time. I'm sorry. Oh. Finally. I was beginning to think you'd forgot about. What did Mum say? Probably stop whinging. True. How's oh. Trish? Heartbroken. She thought she was about to get engaged. 
Couldn't have been further from the truth. Well, that's made my day, that. There'll be nothing compared to what we've got planned for Oh, her. yes. Well, well, that's made my day, that. Best of luck to Maura Higgins. Right, here's a bit of Tom Grennan. How does it feel on FM 104? Because that could be a awesome The Graham and Nathan Podcast. FM 104. Yes, we're going to have a lot of fun in the sun. We're giving away tickets to see Picture This After Half Four. But I don't know if we're actually going to have fun because coming up next, we have to speak about the Walkinstown roundabout. Oh, wow. I briefly discussed my horrible experience on that Walkinstown roundabout over the weekend. It's even hard to say. It's hard to say because it brings a lot of trauma. I went around it four times (laughs) because I couldn't get off. We're going to be listening to a few WhatsApp voice messages and chatting to a lady called Kira next. Right, here's Duke Demond. I got you on FM 104. You're listening to the Graham and Nathan podcast from FM 104. Duke Demond, Jax Jones, I got you on FM 104. We were speaking about the dreaded Walkinstown roundabout yesterday. I went on it for the very first time on Saturday Absolutely terrifying. If you don't know, six exits and it seems lawless. I've never done it. Honestly, people just do what they want to do on that (laughs) roundabout. I believe, now I'm a little bit scarred, but I believe I was on the Walkinstown Avenue and I wanted to get onto the M50, which was the final exit. So... I went into the inner lane because there's three lanes as you approach the Walkinstown roundabout. Like, honestly, it's relentless. I felt like I was in Paris or something. So there's three lanes as you're approaching? As you're approaching the roundabout. Oh, my God. I was on the inner lane. And as I drove around in my beloved car, Uncle Poppy, cars were not letting me get off at my exit. They were beeping at me. I was with my beautiful fiance Becca and she seemed appalled with my behaviour because <laughs> I was getting emotional and I was swearing like a sailor and I was looking for your advice on the Walkinstown roundabout. Was I in the wrong? What should I be doing? We got a WhatsApp voice message in from Shane. Hello Nathan O'Reilly and Eve. Walkinstown roundabout. Roy. In my experience, there is no known explanation for the Walkinstown roundabout, but as a person who uses it every second or third day, depending because I live in Dublin 12, I always avoid the inner lane and just stay in the middle lane, regardless of what exit I'm taking. Because, let's be honest, as you're going around the roundabout in the middle lane, none of the other drivers are going to know where you've come out from and where you're going to exit from anyway, like in my experience. So I just avoid that in our line all together so and just stick to the middle or the outer one simple as that but that's really my experience anyway yeah i did notice shane a lot of people they weren't on the inner lane with me it was just me by myself it sounds very easy to say but i'm sure when you're in the moment and the pressure honestly and i don't deal well with pressure not so ever now i'm delighted to have kira on the show kira you heard where i was coming from walkinstown avenue i just trying to get on to the M50. What do you think about it? You didn't even have to go near the roundabout. But Google Maps <laughs> brought me there. Yeah, brought you up Ballymount. So you were coming down from the avenue and then going up Ballymount. Yeah. Yeah, so you had to go into the inside lane. So I got into the inside yeah. lane, Kira, but yeah. no one would let me off it. I went around in circles four yeah. times and I nearly cried. You need to be aggressive, I'm afraid. So, am I correct to be on the inner lane, or yeah, should I be are. straight you have ahead? To go, into, go into the inside lane, 
Yeah. And then when you're crossing Peters Road and Greenhills Road, then you move out into the second lane. Then you're out into the third lane and off you go. Okay. There you go, Nathan. <laughs> so after the first few exits, that's when so, you make your move. Yeah, so go past the Walking Town Road and Crumblesport Road. And then when you start getting to Peters Road, get ready to get into the other lane. Yeah. And then you'd be at the Tala exit and then you'd go Bally Mount. I wasn't prepared. You take the you bull by practice. the horns. I tell you. You need you, to practice. That... Like, I'll bring you around it, right? Oh my God, Kira. Jeez. <laughs> Honestly, so you, it kind of sounds like you look forward to going on the roundabout. Well, you just got to go for it. The, the night I got my first car as a learner driver, I'd never driven the car before. I just, the guy dropped it around to the house and my dad brought me out in the car up the walking town road to the roundabout and I was like, oh my God. Oh I God. sat there for about 10 minutes. <laughs> oh. And it was a Friday evening. It was at 6 o'clock on a Friday evening. So. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. look, thank you so much. You're no my problem. hero, Kira. Bye, Kira. <laughs> Bye. Uh, if anyone else wants to share their experiences on the Walkenstown Roundabout, love to hear from you. 87 It's time for a bit of Olivia Rodrigo. It's Vampire on FM 104. Hate to kiss the Graham and Nathan Podcast. FM 104. Mariah Carey, Lado, Big Energy. You're listening to Graham and Nathan on FM 104. Let me tell you something. You need big energy if you are to go on the Walkinstown roundabout. It's absolutely terrifying. I went for the very first time on Saturday. Six exits, three lanes. I was traveling on the Walkinstown Avenue and I needed to get onto the M50, which was the last exit on the roundabout. I got into the inner lane. I was in my beloved car, Uncle Poppy, with my beautiful pregnant fiance, Becca. I went around the roundabout four times because cars would not let me off it. And I was so emotional. My eyes were welling up and I think I gave Becca the ick (laughs) because she was like, oh my God, come on, get a grip. I just couldn't get off that roundabout. And I'm delighted to say that we are joined on the show by a driving instructor. His name is Dave Murphy Driving. Dave, what should I be doing? You have to enter that on the right-hand lane. You've got to watch the cars that are on the roundabout. And then when you jump on, you've already got to be at their speed. So you can't make them change speed or direction. Are you with me so far? I am with you. Okay, so when you jump on, you've got to match their speed and you've got to move into the inner lane and come around. You have to start drifting out from lane to lane. From You've got to start moving out from the left or from the inner right lane out until the outer lane, which is the left lane, in order to leave. Yeah. So you have to watch what's happening all the way around. There's no crime in driving around that roundabout five or six times if you say you didn't. This yeah. is too dangerous. I've got a pregnant. I've got a pregnant wife here beside me. Did I'm not putting ego. that into danger. We all have ego, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, right. So what I needed to do was because I didn't really know what I was doing. I needed to be a bit more confident behind that wheel and just merge into the middle lane. Once I do the loop and I pass twelve o'clock, that's when I need to pretend as if I'm a young Indiana Jones. I need to show fearlessness and raw sex appeal. They're your appeal. word, not mine. They're your word. Raw sex appeal, Dave. That's what we're talking about here. Yeah, I love it. I love it. But they're your words now. Before we let you go, because you have been dropping a lot of nuggets of wisdom here, what, in your opinion, is your favourite roundabout in Dublin? Oh, I love to walk this roundabout. Do you? I also, do you know what I love? I love, um, I love the Tesco roundabout at Dundrum. Why do you like that? Because that has even more challenges, and that that has like that has yellow boxes on it. So 
you can't stop on a yellow box. So when you come onto that, that's a that's an extra little challenge that you have. You come on and go, oh, can I go? Can I not go? Is there room for me to go on? Do I have to stop? It's it's a really brilliant roundabout to bring people that are learning on. I'll tell you another great one is the M50 roundabout. Just before the M50 roundabout, coming from Dundrum, you're heading up, and just before you hit the M50, yeah. there's a roundabout there. That's a big roundabout. Yeah. And I usually bring people onto that and get them just to drive around it. And just drive around it at a nice little pace and you can see who's coming, who's going, knowing that nobody can make you change speed or direction in your lane. And watch people coming on and coming off. And stay on it and have a little look around. Check your mirrors, um, check out your windows. And when you drive around it for a while, you go, OK, I'm actually OK, I'm safe in here. And I'm only going to leave when it's safe, but I'm also going to give people lots of information that I'm leaving. I'm going to move out to the correct lane. I'm going to I'm going to signal move out to the correct lane, and I'm going to exit as long as it's safe. And the only way you're going to get that information is by looking around. I love it. I tell you, Dave Murphy driving. Look up this guy. He's the real deal. He's an inspiration. Why don't Why don't you come and do a roundabout session with me, and we'll get you comfortable on roundabouts. Oh, mother of pearl. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So just get, give me a call. We'll organise it between the two of us and we'll get out and we'll spend an hour on roundabout. All right. And by the time you're finished, you'll have walked the town roundabout in a bag. My fiancé will fall in love with me again. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Until the baby's born and then you're gone again. Yeah, then I find out it's not my child. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, Dave, thanks so much. We'll be in touch. Yeah, listen, man, you have a great time. Enjoy the baby. Thank you. See ya. Oh, what a man. Oh, my God. That was very kind of him so offering. So nice. I'm also slightly terrified because I did make a promise to myself never again. <laughs> I know, it'll be good. Here's a bit of Brad Heidi. Nobody but you. You're listening to Graham and Nathan on FM 104. You're listening to the Graham and Nathan podcast from FM 104. Sharon Celestial you're listening to Graham and Nathan on FM 104 and his new album is actually due out September 29th Autumn Variations I'd say it's going to be a good one oh now I heard somewhere that each song on that album is about one of his friends oh isn't that lovely and he's obviously he stepped away from remember he had plus subtract divide of all his albums yeah he ran out of symbols and I think there's going to be 14 songs on the album hello who has 14 friends <laughs> That aren't their family members. Is it just me? Right, very excited. Picture this. They're going to be playing at the Three Arena on the 25th and 26th of October. We have tickets to give away every single day to their 25th of October show. And they've just announced that their support act is a man called Sam Ryder. I'm up in space He represented the UK at the Eurovision. Yeah. Unbelievable am- voice. Yeah, amazing. Oh my God. So what we're doing is myself and Neve, we're at an LA house party, but we don't know whose party it is. I don't want to live like all these people here. Keep your vodka on ice while I disappear. All right, Neve. this is a pretty wild party as it stands. Uh, let me tell you something. Someone is swinging on a wrecking ball in the garden. There are flowers absolutely 
everywhere. Yeah, I think I walked by poison ivy. I've a rash all over my legs. <laughs> Nothing new there. And hey, behave yourself. In one room, some people are watching Hannah Montana. Oh my god. Hmm. Now we have Paul on the show. Paul, what's going on? How are you? Good to hear from you. Oh, always a delight to hear from you. Where are you taking the call? I'm actually out walking at the moment, so I'm out on the road, as I do most days. So currently I'm in just over near Santry direction, uh, but I'm heading home now shortly. Oh, brilliant. So what do you work as? I work for an electricity company, Prepay Power. Oh, nice. How long have you been doing that for? For my sins, eight years now. Oh, my God. And what's the Christmas party like? Do you get lit? Uh, yeah, it's usually quite fun because uh, it's a lot of they, they're very good with their social uh, social activities and, oh. and there's a lot of uh, it's a good bunch that we have working for I us. Love so to yeah, hear the, that. the parties are good. The summer barbecue is good. The Christmas party is good. So, jeez, yeah. I tell you, sign me up. Are you looking <laughs> You're more for than a welcome? Are you You're looking for a gangly man with no <laughs> confidence? As <laughs> uh, people still parking in their parking spot. Uh, no, thankfully they got my intimidating note and they, they've they no longer returned. They heard who you were. They, they got scared off. They? <laughs> they saw my weird gangly arms and they had heard of my strange relationship with my father. <laughs> so, Paul, tell us. Myself and Neve, we were at a house party. Whose party was it? Uh, Miley Cyrus. The one and only, I can tell you, Paul, you are correct! Yes, Paul! Have you ever seen picture of this before? I actually haven't, and they would be on the booking list of of people to see, so I'm absolutely delighted with that now. Oh, you're in for a treat. Who do you think you'll go with? I would have to bring the wife. Ah, yeah, you can... Propose to I, her again. Otherwise, I'd be divorced with him. So, uh, yeah. Oh, we we'll don't want that. Well, Paul, have a great time and thanks so much for listening. Brilliant. So, thank you very much, guys. Bye, Paul. Bye, bye. Oh, what a man. And remember, we're giving away tickets every single day this week. So, if you haven't won yet, don't you fret. We'll tell you how you can win after half four tomorrow. Right. Here's a bit of the main woman, Dua Lipa. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Graham and Nathan on FM 104. You come. The Graham and Nathan Podcast. FM 104. We are pilots. We are on a plane right now. You are the head pilot, Neve, in the cockpit. How are the buttons all looking? The buttons are good. I just need to, I need to point it out. What? To everyone at home, guys, Nathan has been singing here in the studio. I think he needs to go for some sort of a singing competition. You think I should get a record deal? You are phenomenal. You (laughs) thought I sounded a little bit like Seal and Kevin Jonas. Yeah, if that happens, yeah, I think that's what you do sound like. I am passionate about singing. I did reveal that I used to do SingStar quite a lot growing up and I loved... If I could, then I I would. I'd go wherever you will go. Guys, he's putting on that terrible voice if you heard him in real life. If you heard (laughs) me in real life, you wouldn't believe it. Right, coming up, we're going to be telling you how you can win €200 at the end of the week. I'll give you a clue. Ping pong, ding dong. Oh, wow. Here she is. It's Miley Cyrus Flowers. You're listening to Graham and Nathan on FM 104. We were good. We were gone. You're listening to the Graham and Nathan podcast from FM 104. Keen to Crow. Heaven, you're listening to Graham and Nathan on FM 104. I'll tell you what heaven is for me being out on Centre Court playing ping pong. Ping pong, ding dong. 
ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. Well, I never. I've seen some things in my life, but the rudeness, Neve. I'm so sorry. You just cut me off. I'm so sorry. I was going to say something very emotional. Go I on. wear my heart on my sleeve. Go I was on, say it. no. I can't say it. the the moments lost. I'm sorry. There's something about me being on center court, feeling the embrace of my father. Right. I believe I am playing Louise tonight. How are you, Louise? Hey, Nathan. I'm good, thanks. Oh, what's going on in your world? Um, not much. Just chilling out, really. Oh, lovely. Look, it's 2023. If you can't chill, then I don't know when you can. Now, have you ever played ping pong ding dong before? No, we play along to the show, but that's about it. I wouldn't think I'm very good now, to be uh, honest. Look, I think you're going to be great, Louise. Now, these <laughs> are the rules. Neve is going to give us a topic. We go back and forth like a game of ping pong. No repetition. you got to be quick and you need to have the correct answer. Yeah. Does okay. that sound good? Does, does indeed. Sounds good to me. We have a man called Ziggy already in the Grand Slam final. Would you like to play against Ziggy? Yes. Yeah. He was a very charming fellow. He, was. he made me blush out on centre court. Right, Neve, mm. you're having a good old cough there. Yeah, I was getting uh, a bit froggy. <laughs> now let's head out to centre court. Come on. Okay, Louise, you are the guest, so you will serve, which means you'll go first. Okay. Tonight, your topic is, and I want you guys to say your answer nice and clear so you can hear me, or I can hear you, okay? Well, I'm sat okay. opposite you. If you can't hear me, I'm sincerely worried. Right, your topic this evening are, is words that rhyme with time. Like, time. Time. Okay. Like on a watch. On a watch. Words Off, that rhyme with, with time. time. Off you go, Louise. Okay, slime. Lime. Dime. Prime. Mime. Five. Four. Three. Two. Wime. <laughs> He's out. This is what, no what a terrible topic. <laughs> Terrible topic. No, great topic. Great it's topic. A terrible topic. How many words could you get with that? There are loads. I checked. Oh, there's it. loads more. How many more, guys? Let's be honest. Lime, like limes. I seems. said lime. He said I, lime. I said yeah. lime. Rhyme. Damn slime, it. Time, like the herb. Yeah. Yeah. There's loads. <laughs> oh no. Oh, I'm very disappointed with that now. Well, Louise, fair play to you. You're going to be going up against Ziggy on Friday. <laughs> Nathan cool. Nathan is very thick at me here, Louise. I'm very annoyed. <laughs> I'm a sore loser and a loser. It's not a good combination. Well, Louise, thanks so much for listening and we'll chat to you on Friday. Sure, thanks, bye, guys. Yeah, bye. 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 Well, what was that topic? It was fantastic. You should have gone rogue. Ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. What other words? I don't know off the top. Time, of it. herb, yeah. time, yeah. rhyme. Would you? I don't know. Would I've taken like lunchtime? No, it doesn't rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> lunchtime. <laughs> what rhymes with time? Uh, lunchtime. Right here's a little mixed touch. You're listening to Graham and Nathan on FM 104. You and I and nobody. Else. The Graham and Nathan podcast. FM 104. Harry Styles. 
sign of the times you're listening to Graham and Nathan on FM 104. It says on the computer Harry Styles and One Direction. Maybe Liam, Louis, Zayn and Niall are singing in the background, but they're very quiet. I doubt it. I think someone's just made a mistake. Oh, it was me. Sorry. <laughs> Apologies. Right. I witnessed something this morning, guys, and I don't know how I should feel about it. All right? Okay. So I took advantage of the good weather and I met a friend in the city centre and we went for what I like to call brunch. Oh, I love brunch. Bit of brunch. It wasn't breakfast. It was lunch. But you get a good meal. Yum, yum. That was a little quote from The Simpsons there. Anyway, we were sat outside and I got a sandwich and the other person got a salad and we were having a good time, a good gab, eating our food. And it was absolutely delicious. Mm -hmm. And then I said, do you know what? I'll pay. My treat. Look at this big spender. My treat. I just decided, do you know what? It's a Tuesday. Let's do a good deed. Mm -hmm. And as I got up from my table, I went inside to pay. Yeah. And it was a place where the kitchen is quite open. So you can see the chef. I kind of, I love those. Preparing the meals and putting it out on the plate. So as I'm in the queue, I look over and I see the chef putting a burger on a plate. Looks absolutely stunning and some chips yeah and as he has the burger and chips on the plate I genuinely I'm not making this up he takes three chips and he puts it in his mouth oh my god he starts eating off the plate and I look at him and he looks up and he sees that I've caught him in the act oh god I think he went red he seemed mortified while I was a bit like I come in peace no judgement I've had my dish I don't really care that much. And then I I paid and I went to my friend. I just saw the chef eat food off the plate. What do we think? And my friend was a little bit horrified by it. Yeah. I don't know how to feel. I'm a little bit on the fence because I think, you know, when you're a chef, you should be tasting as you prepare yeah, like, the food. They're chips, come on. <laughs> well, you have to taste to see if it's good. So a little bit of me thought, fair play to the chef. You know, it's nice to see a chef enjoy their food. But then, you know, maybe some people may argue that's not the most hygienic because the chef wasn't wearing gloves. Yeah, but he's going to place the other things on the plate. So your chef is touching the food anyway? Yeah, but he was licking his fingers. Uh, Well, I don't know. He Maybe he sucked a finger at me. I'm not sure. It's weird. It all happened quickly. You think it's weird? It is, yeah. No, I don't want... I hardly like sharing my food with my family, never mind a random chef. So if you were sat indoors, okay, and you had a bird's eye view of the chef... Yeah. All right? And you see him eat like two or three chips off your plate, what would you think? I just eat it anyway. I'm not going to... Yeah, yeah. You'd eat it anyway. But it's gross. (laughs) 087-6797-104 How do we feel as a community on the show? Like, mm. do we accept? Do we forgive? Or do we say no? Shame on you. 087-6797-104 I'd love to hear from you. I feel like people are going to be passionate about this. Yeah, I hope so. Right, let's get a bit of music on. It's Nathan Dahl, Ella Henderson, 0800 Heaven on FM 104. You're listening to the Graham and Nathan podcast from FM 104.
Nathan Daw, Ella Henderson, 0800 Heaven. You're listening to Graham and Nathan on FM 104. I was just saying I witnessed a chef in a cafe. He was preparing a meal. It was an open kitchen. I went up to pay. Now, the meal he was preparing, it wasn't mine. Mm. It was a burger and chips. And he took three or four chips off the plate and started eating them. And I caught him out. And he was mortified. I felt very oh, no. sorry for him. And I don't know how to feel about it because mm. I think maybe as a chef, you need to taste as you go. Yeah. But you thought it was gross. I did. Like, it just, it's a bit unnerving knowing someone is <laughs> taking stuff from your plate. Now, I'm not saying the chef sucked his fingers at me. Well, but he did say that. Who knows? 087-6797-104. <laughs> we got a message in from Neve. I know someone who works in a restaurant in Temple Bar and said that if you leave untouched food on your plate, they take it away and they leave it on the side in the back and the staff eat it. Oh. I don't see anything wrong with that. Is that disgusting? Uh, I don't think it's disgusting for the patrons. I think I wouldn't eat someone's food off their plate. I know we've spoke about that before. Yeah, we have spoken about that. But nah. Not for you. Okay, I want to hear from you. 087-6797-104. The Graham and Nathan Podcast. FM 104. James Hype, Ferrari, you're listening to Graham and Nathan on FM 104. So I was telling you this morning I went for brunch with a friend of mine and I went to pay for the meal. It was absolutely delicious and as I was standing by the till, it was an open kitchen where I could see the chef. The chef put burger and chips on a plate in front of him and then he ate four or five chips off the plate. And he saw me look at him and he seemed mortified. I actually felt very sorry for him. I didn't know how to feel. Gemma, what do you think about it? Yeah, I'd be a bit disgusted. (laughs) Would you? So you're a chef yourself. I am, yeah. But what do you think about tasting as you go? Um, Well, did he have gloves on him? No. No, yeah. So it's like cross-contamination from the food you're touching to your mouth. Yeah. Usually if you taste something in the kitchen and have a sterile spoon. Mm. Um, but no, it's not it's not allowed. Like if staff are eating, they're not meant to eat in a food preparation area. So. Ha- have you ever witnessed anything like this in the kitchen? Um, no. So no. We, we would be, our kitchen would have been huge um so you had to go outside for your meals now if you had to sample something for seasoning you used a sterile spoon um and it was in boiling water but uh no not having a full so gorge in the kitchen <laughs> a, a bit of role play okay Gemma. so let's just say we're in the kitchen and uh i've been working there the last few weeks with you in the kitchen Uh, I haven't made too many friends, but I'm working hard. I'm a hard worker, working long hours. Uh, I've been sleeping as well in the bathroom just because I'm kind of going through some issues in my personal life. But there I am and I'm carving a duck breast, okay? And it's really well cooked. I'm happy with the temperature and everything. And I also have mashed potato on, on the plate. And you're just witnessing me, okay? I don't know you're looking at me. And I take two slices of the duck and I put it in my mouth and I start licking my fingers and then I put a few fingers in the mash and I put it in my mouth. Oh, yeah. You'd be straight into the office. You wouldn't be continuing your shift. For a promotion. (laughs) Oh, for a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) Under your hassle training, that's not allowed. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. Well, look, thank you so much for that, Gemma. I don't even know what HACCP stands for, but I'm intimidated. <laughs> if you have any more, you know, opinion on this, 87 6797104. Right, here's a bit of Taylor Swift, Cruel Summer. You're listening to Graham and Nathan on FM 104. Dream high in the, quiet of the, the Graham and Nathan Podcast. FM 104. Download it now. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts.